Because your theory is we're going to go down there and have a donkey barbecue, and I'm going to furnish the ass, right? Give you a break. Hell, we need to give you a shovel. You're digging a hole up here so fast you can't. Let me tell you something. This ain't my first rodeo. Did somebody write stupid on my forehead? Well, I don't care how flat you make a pancake. It's got two sides. If there is somebody in this audience who doesn't think this is wrong, then somewhere there is a village missing their idiot. Well, my dad used to say, opinions are like butts. Everybody's got one. Today, on a very special episode of This Guy Sucks with Chuck Bass. Thank you for joining me on a fantasy mental health check-in with Dr. Bass. I am Dr. Chuck Bass. Now, I recently had willing participants fill out a fantasy football mental health survey so that we can enter the minds of these six souls to better understand the torment that a typical fantasy football player endures over the course of a season. We will then diagnose the patients and customize a treatment plan that best suits their needs. Today, you will not find any clips of shows or movies mixed in as we try to cut right to the heart of this very serious fantasy epidemic. Participants in our study only had to meet two criteria. They had to be pathetic losers, and they had to have an abundance of free time dedicated to a hobby that they have zero impact on. I am happy to announce that we found at least 30 brave men that were willing to speak about this matter anonymously. Our questionnaire included six parts in an effort to understand who is the most responsible for our current instability and what we can come up with as restitution for their roles. Let's begin and try to have a real, honest, serious discussion about fantasy mental health. But first, a quick word from this week's sponsor, Fire Spear Cinnamon Whiskey. All right, as the holiday seasons approach, there's nothing that says I can't handle all of this pressure like purchasing a plastic pint of Cinnamon Fire Spear Whiskey. This Canadian delicacy is a bar cart staple for celebrities such as Joe Exotic, Riley Cooper, and Colin Cowherd. Fun fact, in 2012, Nashville, Tennessee set a world record for most Fire Spear whiskey shots poured in a single day with 4,525 astounding and not shocking whatsoever. A recent study published by SkyMall Magazine and funded by Anheuser-Busch showed that there was no noticeable difference in brain cognition between someone who consumed one pint of Fire Spear whiskey versus somebody who had consumed two pints of Fire Spear whiskey. So don't be afraid to add a little antifreeze in there just to punch up the sweetness. Fire Spear whiskey, the official drink of panhandlers. Now back to our very serious fantasy mental health check-in. According to Wikipedia, the best way to get somebody to talk is to have them walk you through their biggest heartache in painstaking detail right off the bat. So our first question was, what player has hurt you the most so far this season? And after eight weeks, we have a list of offenders that would make Brock Turner blush. The most popular answer should be no surprise. Allen Robinson with five votes. He has not cracked double digits in any game this year. This is clear-cut, bruises showing everywhere, levels of abuse, and you should pack up your shit and get out now before your fantasy remains are found in the consolation bracket. Following right behind him are the IR All-Stars, Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle, Chris Carson, and Michael Thomas, all tied for second. These kinds of offenders offer glimpses of hope that one day they will change, only to be tagged or hit with the tag on a consistent basis. You need to find somebody who will actually be there for you. The rest of the list, I have to say, is going to turn me into somewhat of a victim blamer. When it comes to these first-time offenders, I'm going to have to look you right in the eyes and say, if you didn't want to be fantasy-fucked, then you shouldn't have dressed your team up like that. These people include Miles Gaskin, Gus Edwards, Juju Smith-Schuster, Tyler Lockett, Mike Davis, Odell Beckham, Henry Ruggs, Robbie Anderson, and Trey Sermon. And if you ask me, I would say you're asking for it. Now, our second question really flips the script in a positive manner. 
we went to our happy place with who has been your hero? You know, life is all about the yin and yang, the positive, the negative, the optimistic, the realistic. So let's try and take a little positive turn here. Ladies and gentlemen, but mainly gentlemen, your number one Superman for this section of the survey is Mr. 19 of the San Francisco 49ers, Debo Samuel, with roughly one fourth of the vote, a seventh round draft pick averaging the second most points per game. It's hard to ignore how dominant this six foot, 215 pound beast has been. Right behind him, we have a tie for second place with Cooper Cup and young up and comer Cordero Patterson. Wow, what a year he's having. Cup obviously with the record setting pace and Patterson with the whole, wait, what the fuck is going on here? Vibe. An undrafted week one waiver wire ad that is the RB7 right now despite already having his bye week. Wow, great story. Compelling and rich. The rest of the votes are split amongst a beautiful crop of studs such as Mark Andrews, Jamar Chase, Austin Eckler, Mike Williams, Najee Harris, DeAndre Hopkins, Saints DST, poor little filler, and some chucklehead even chimed in with the waiver wire as their hero. Cheers to this bad drafter. And a quick five seconds of silence for the three people who answered Derrick Henry. Thank you. All right, for all of our dreamers and creamers out there, this third question might give you hope that you aren't alone in this rat race for fake points. We asked, what player have you not given up on yet? And the answers are certainly going to bring you comfort or at least make you laugh. The most submitted response here was Saquon Barkley, who really was rounding into 2018 form before some footsie put him out for the entire month of October, and he's still not on track to play this week. I would throw my hat into this ring as well. We are all just rose from Titanic floating on the wooden door that is Saquon Barkley, waiting to be saved. It's just too bad that Raheem Mostert has to play the role of Jack, who drowned and is currently riding away in the bottom of the Atlantic Ocean. In a shocking tie for second place here, we have Miles Gaskin and Odell Beckham with nearly one-fourth of the vote. Please keep in mind that in our last question, these were also answered, so we've got a little bit of inconsistency going on here. What might be one man's trash is another man's future treasure. I'm still a believer that Odell is an above-average wide receiver who can find some usefulness on a new team, and with the rash of RB injuries, you could do worse than Miles Gaskin. The rest of the votes here were spread out amongst players such as Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, T. Higgins, Mark Ingram, Keenan Allen, Kenny Galladay, Trey Lance, Miles Sanders, Plaxico Burris, <laughs> you nut, and Jacoby Myers, who we all agreed was droppable. Now trust me, it's better for these guys to pop off on your bench than for them to pop off on someone else's starting lineup. Or don't trust me. What do I know? I'm just a doctor. Batting cleanup in our survey was a question that circles around the drain of the underworld revolving around thievery. I asked, if you could steal one player from another team, who would it be? And I was hoping that we would get some good Samaritans who said something like, oh, no one, stealing is wrong, or something else pretentious. But instead, what we got was 70% of the votes going towards Cooper Cup. And who could blame him? He's on pace for 25 touchdowns, 250 receptions, and 2,500 receiving yards. Incredible stuff. Some sympathy votes went out to Jonathan Taylor, Jamar Chase, and Debo Samuels. However, a quick shout out to Daryl Henderson for being the second place vote getter here with three votes all by his little self. I don't know if those are happy tissues or sad tissues, but it's not my place to judge, only to prescribe. For our penultimate offender topic, we'll be dipping our toes into the Sandusky pool here for which coach has caused you the most pain. It's hard to imagine anybody other than Kyle Shanahan taking the fall for this, but surprise, surprise, the winner is actually... No, I'm just kidding. Of course it's Kyle Shanahan, this fucking fuck. With a whopping 40% of the vote, too. Very well learned. This donut puncher, shout out to National Donut Day, 
is a lineup nightmare and has shown cracks in his play calling armor all season. An accessory to battery is Matt Nagy, who should have been jettisoned to the CFL years ago. However, to once again highlight that abuse can come in many forms, we've also got Pete Carroll, Adam Gase, John Gruden, Mike McCarthy, Andy Reid, Nick Sirianni, Mike Zimmer, and Dickless Mike Vrabel. Last and absolutely least are the easiest suspects ever in the history of this fantasy mental health crisis, the quarterbacks, or QB for short. We have 18 people to not thank, and a shocking plot twist that would make M. Night Shyamalan come in his ghost pants. Patrick Mahomes is our highest vote getter with three. Hard to imagine a top five quarterback has caused so much pain this season, but that's what you get for going QB early, you stupid fuck. Runner-ups include Sam Darnold, Russell Wilson, Geno Smith. Geno Smith, what the fuck? Is that even possible? You might have fantasy dysmorphia if Geno Smith is causing you pain. And after that, we have all the other overpaid sackless cocksures. We did have one vote for life is pain. Life is pain, that is tough. And for this, I would recommend the 1989 Oscar-nominated film Roadhouse, in which James Dalton reminds us, pain don't hurt. So pull your head out of your ass and pound sand. On that note, it's time to bring this Mad Magazine TED Talk to an end. But before we do so, I'd like to leave you with a statistic that we should all find comfort in. Of the 30 lifeless, irredeemable human potatoes that contributed to our answers today, we asked if they were doing okay. Over 51% of them said no. The other 49% are clearly lying, which means that 100% of us are struggling. You aren't alone. There is hope. Don't believe me? Go on Twitter. You'll see the world is full of beautiful, soft-spoken individuals who care what you have to say. And I'm one of them. So thanks for tuning in, and Godspeed this weekend. Thanks.